Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. Have a special episode of the podcast today. I'm going to be joined by Maggie Davis of BBN Tonight. Maggie, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Yeah, we've talked about this. I know back during football season, but you were in Nashville over the weekend for one of the more improbable runs that that I could think of for Kentucky mm-hmm. women's basketball, honestly, any program in UK athletics. I, I think it goes down, Maggie, as one of the greatest moments in school history, regardless of sport, what they accomplished in the last four to five days. I do too, and I think you could really feel that um, being there in Nashville, being on the court with the team right after the win. I've never seen a group of people so emotional after a win like that, especially the way it came down to the wire, beating, you know, three teams that were ranked one, two, and three in the SEC tournament. I mean, they're just, everyone had counted them out, not just of this tournament, but out of the whole season. And so for them to come back and to upset the number one team in the country and shock the world uh, was really unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not sure that I've ever seen a team on any tournament, men's or women's basketball, really improve their seed as much as they did. I mean, they went from a team that, Had they lost that first game to Mississippi State, there would have been some talk about whether or not they were even going to make the tournament. And now I'm seeing them projected as high as a seven seed in this upcoming NCAA tournament. Just just talk about what they accomplished. Uh, The emotional win versus LSU, the emotional win versus Tennessee. You think, okay, do they have enough in the tank to overcome the betting favorite to win the NCAA tournament? And they did. And not only that, but they did it after playing three games already where South Carolina was really coming in with fresh legs. And so for them to not let any of that stop them, I thought was so impressive. Kyra Elsie talked about that a little bit after the game. She was like, yeah, we played four games in four days, but we were ready for that. We played games this week, this year with six players available. We've played four games in eight days before we've played with a limited roster. We've had to come back and face these challenges so much in the regular season and Sean, this team has just been battle tested. There's nothing else you can say about it. They, anything that they've had to go through this year all prepared them for this unbelievable win in March. And like you mentioned, improving their uh, tournament seating now for the NCAA tournament. I think that's huge. Elsie talked about that after the game as well. She said, uh, you know, we don't even have to leave it up to the committee now. I think they probably would have would have made the cut regardless after the first couple of wins. But for them to win the SEC's automatic qualifying bid is just the most impressive way for this Kentucky team to officially get into the postseason they don't have to stress about it and I think what's fun about the way the timing works out for the women's tournaments versus the men's is now the women have a whole week to enjoy this you know that if the men's basketball team were to win the SEC conference title next week I mean selection Sunday starts hours later and it's really you have to move on and start getting ready for the NCAA tournament there's not a lot of time to enjoy it as a player in the media, as a fan, but for this women's team, they get to just enjoy the next week. Obviously a lot of rest recovery, several different Wildcats went out at different points in different games with minor injuries, but obviously some time to rest would do this team some good heading into the NCAA tournament. But for them to just get to finally sit back, relax and appreciate everything that they've done and really soak it in, I think is going to mean a lot to this team in the next couple of days. Yeah, I've always said that too, especially in the jobs that we do. If when the men's tournament is over, whatever you write or talk about, it's old news by six o'clock because then you're talking about the NCAA bracket. So the women get to enjoy this and kind of soak it all in. Uh, Seeing that reaction when they got back to Lexington was really cool, but you're in the building. I'm watching on TV. I think everyone watching thought the ball would go to Ron Howard on that final Mm -hmm. possession 
But Kyra Elsey draws up to me an unbelievable play. Just the way it was designed uh, with with Massengale to have the basketball and Dre Edwards, uh, a player that's been playing as as well as anyone in college basketball over the course of the last two to three weeks. She drills the shot, mm-hmm. Maggie, and ESPN had a video up last night from behind the basket, and I don't know if you saw that one or not, but South Carolina yes. looked absolutely shocked that that ball went through, and they had no plan for that. Like, I don't think that South Carolina mm-hmm. ever really thought at any point that they were going to lose that basketball game. Absolutely not. They didn't, and and that's what honestly made the reactions from the Kentucky fans so much sweeter to watch because they were never intimidated at any point in this mm-hmm. entire tournament, even up against the number one team in the country, even when they were down by 15 in the third quarter, they weren't playing like a team that felt intimidated. They were playing like a team that knew it was their time to shock the world. And so I, I did see that angle of the video you were talking about, about the South Carolina uh, team's reaction to, to Edward's shot going in, because I never thought that they thought they were going to lose that game. I mean, South Carolina was just cruising the game beforehand. They played, I believe, Ole Miss. And I watched I was working during the first half of the game, but caught the, the second half. And he, South Carolina had gotten up by a decent margin and were just sleepwalking through the back half of that game. And and they let Ole Miss catch back up. And, you know, they just have so much confidence, and rightfully so. They are the best team in women's college basketball right now, which, of course, makes it even better that Kentucky did upset them. But for the Wildcats to do that and to, and to shock them, and I want to talk about that final play a little bit more because you mentioned it. It was a beautiful, beautifully drawn-up play. I can't imagine – a more successful play that's everyone in there thinks it's going to Ryan Howard. And instead you give it to Dre Edwards. She'd actually scored the cat's last seven points of the game. So she was on a heater uh, and, and was absolutely on fire, not just this game, but really the last couple of weeks, like you mentioned, and Elsie talked about it a little bit after the game and just said, I didn't even want Dre to make a decision. If she had a good look, she was in rhythm. I told her, just put it up. Don't think about it. And so for the head coach to have that amount of confidence in you, and I'm sure that was, sort of explained to Dre in the timeout of, hey, this is what I want from you. I trust you. You feel that level of confidence as a player. You can feed off of that. And and Edwards, I think, knew going into it that I can make this shot. My head coach thinks I can make this shot. My teammates think I can make this shot. So if I get open, I'm going to make this shot. And uh, Elsie even said that as soon as she saw that, that Edwards took it, she was already running down the sidelines because she knew it was going in. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And you mentioned the emotions uh, from Kyra Elsie to Dre Edwards to Ron Howard to Blair Green, the, the injury to start the season. Everything that this team went through this season, you saw it on Elsie when that shot went in. She she celebrates for a second, and then she realizes, oh, wait, there's still four seconds remaining in the game. I, I still have to coach. But then she, yes. she she falls to her knees there after the game's over. Just everything that they've gone through, through Maggie. Uh, I know Dre was suspended 
early in the season, and then she bounces back and hits the game winner in the SEC championship. It's it's pretty it's been a storybook ending, but it, they're not done yet. No, and you mentioned Blair Green. I I noticed during the trophy presentation that Ryan Howard was they were standing sort of next to each other, and Ryan Howard pulled up her shirt a little bit, like the down by her um by her collar, and pulled it up to wipe Blair's tears for her because they were both just so emotional, and and they are roommates and best friends and have been for years now, and. To see them get to share that moment, I asked Ryan about it right after the game. I caught up with her on the court immediately following the, the trophy presentation. And I said, what was that moment like between you and Blair? What were you even saying to each other? And she said, we couldn't even find the words. We just were both crying. We were so happy, wiping each other's tears, literally. And, and we're not going to get to play together again. And for so long, they had been looking forward to this senior season and getting to do it together. And when that was taken away from them, this team did take a big hit. Blair Green, I think, could have been a really solid contributor all year long. And for her to get to still see this level of success and to still be such an active part of it because she has been this team's number one supporter. During the game, she was letting the players who were checking in and out come wipe their sweat on her shirt because their jerseys were so sweaty that they couldn't get dry. Their hands were too, like Dre Edwards. I saw her do it a couple of times, would go over to Blair Green and just rub her hands on Blair's back or on her her leggings or whatever, just trying to get her hands dry so she could not turn the ball over. And so for, for Blair to get to experience that moment with so many of her teammates was really special as well. And I got to ask you about John Calipari and getting to see him celebrate and the video, I know Kyle Tucker had it and of him losing his watch. It goes flying three or four rows behind him. He, he did find it, but I think it showed an accurate description of him and Ellen and how Ellen has to put up with him because he, he turns to look at Ellen. He goes, I lost my watch. And she looks like, what do you want me to do about it? And it was just, <laughs> it was perfect. But what was it like it was seeing him celebrate and, and being there uh, a day after he just traveled from Florida? I know he went recruiting this, this past week and mm -hmm. he's got to get geared up and get ready for the SEC tournament, but he made the trip to Nashville to show his support as well. And I think that says a lot about his character and how this athletics department is so tight knit. I do too. And it was great seeing him at the game. The watch video obviously was hilarious. That's getting a ton of attention, which I love the, the video that Kyle tweeted that I liked the most was when Cal was just about the only person in the section standing up and you can see he's coaching. Like, I think he's literally trying to get Elsie's attention and trying to say exactly what they should run. And, and he's mad about a play call and he's mad that there's a no foul call on Aaliyah Boston. I mean, he is standing up in the middle of, of a uh, section full of Kentucky fans that I'm sure are just living their best life. I mean, how much would you love to be just some random fan sitting one section over from John Calipari watching him try and coach this women's team? But I love what you said about UK athletics being so supportive of all of the programs. Obviously Cal uh, got down to Nashville. Mitch Barnhart was there yeah. the beginning of the tournament. Then he flew to Gainesville to watch the men's game and then flew directly back to Nashville. Um, so he didn't miss anything from the women either. And uh, same with Dr. Capilouto. He He ended up there for the championship game and really to see so much support was amazing. And then at the, at the trophy ceremony last night at Joe craft center, a couple of the men's basketball players were there. I saw at least Jacob top in, and I think Keon Brooks and some of the videos. So, you know, these kids all go to school together. They're in the same gym facility. They all are around each other all the time. I saw a lot of them tweeting support towards Ryan and Dre and Robin Benton, who's definitely not getting enough credit in all of this Jasmine Massengill as well. So to see all of them supporting each other is awesome. And I loved what Elsie said, when she saw them last night at the Joe Craft Center, she pointed at Keon and Jacob and said, you're next. Yeah, it's, it's super cool for sure. Uh, let's wrap up with this. Uh, the men's team getting set to travel to Tampa. Maggie, there's three 
SEC teams in the AP top 10 today. Arkansas sitting at number 15. You have two teams there in Auburn and Kentucky that I think are fighting for a one seed. I think the SEC deserves a one seed if one of those two are the winner. How much are you looking forward to that men's tournament now? I think it's going to be one of the best tournaments that we've seen on that side. I agree. The SEC is so deep this year. I'm really looking forward to it. And I just personally love the SEC tournament because it's all the fun and the excitement and the winner go home that March that makes March so special without the pressure and the stress and the anxiety of the NCAA tournament where BBN puts so much stress on every single game. And you're just, you know, you're heartbroken when they're out of that tournament. So the SEC tournament is way more sort of low key in a way, which I think is really fun. And I know the women's team really enjoyed getting to get some revenge on some teams that beat them in the regular season. I feel like the men's team probably feels the same way, especially if they do end up playing Arkansas, Auburn, even after splitting the Tennessee series. I mean, any of those matchups, I think Kentucky's going to be pretty excited for the chance to avenge those regular season losses. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a fun week, not only in Tampa, but I almost say Nashville. Every time I talk about I the tournament, I want to say it Nashville. It still sounds weird. It, it does Tampa sound still so sounds weird. weird. Uh, I'll be down there and uh, bringing all the coverage, and hopefully we have some good stuff to talk about over the next three to four weeks. Maggie, thank you so much for joining me. Tell uh, our listeners where they can find your work and follow you on social media. Absolutely. I am Maggie Davis TV, as in television, um, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then I work for BBN Tonight on the official UK Athletics Station, which is LEX18. Our show is on weeknights at 7.30, and then also Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. is BBN Game Day. So that's where we'll get you ready for whatever is coming up for UK Athletics over the weekend. Hopefully, a couple of more weekends to go this season, Sean. Thank you again for having me. No problem. She's Maggie Davis. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 